You're listening to Germantown Community Radio 92.9 FM WGGTLP Philadelphia and online at gtownradio.com. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're back, y'all. I never know when to come in. Just kind of give them the floor. Sit back. Let's see where it goes. If you are listening to a little bit of Nina Simone in the background. Yes. She said, don't let me be misunderstood. Ooh. Ooh, I'm and you're a listening to Cue the Mic. Cue the Mic. Cue the Mic. We here, mic. girl. We are here. <laughs> we are here. 7 p.m. Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Amen. But who are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am Dr. Norris Jones, not a medical doctor, but you know, a pH kind of doctor. Um, and I'm sitting here with one of my lovely co-hosts. Minister Day Day, y'all. Boys and girls, eyes here yet again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hi, Shanda coming in a Hyundai, but going home somewhere, somewhere else in another lifetime. Amen, amen, and amen. See, I knew I was able to get up, walk, and close the door <laughs> because he was going to be a minute. Sisters and brothers, he was going to be a minute. Um, How we doing, everybody? How we doing? Yeah, we are happy. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but oh, we've been working God. on this and working on this show. It's like six months. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a lot more work than we think. I but... got gray hair. Sweetie, you don't have no hair. Okay, okay, okay. I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He, he got lots of hair. He they got can find me on Facebook. Yeah, no good. They can find you on Facebook. Oh, yeah, they can. Yeah. They yeah. can find us. Us on, on Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Cue the mic. Cue the mic, and we are gays and allies and... Um, L-M-N-O-P. Yeah, L-M-N-O-P. Alphabet soup, guys. Alphabet soup, <laughs> alphabet soup. Um, so one of the things that we're going to make sure that we touch on every week is, because we are gays and allies, and we we hope to be able to share some things that kind of unites us as a people. Indeed. You know, Indeed. whether it's, you know, the law or cooking or some of the things oh, that... Oh, Lord. No, I ain't no skinny mini anymore, so <laughs> we can talk about cooking for hours and yeah, days I mean, and weeks and years. Yeah, I mean, just lots of things. Oh. So one of our famous segments that we've been working on is called... Mm, why Pronouns Matter. Well, that one, and then the one we're going to have a lot of fun with. Oh, Gay Answers to Straight questions yes oh my god oh my god <laughs> that's gonna be the one because as we poll people and poll people you know the gay people who go what do they ask you and the eyes just go rolling up in the head i don't even get rolls anymore i've been asked so many <laughs> questions it's like i can already tell you what's about to come out of their mouths. yes yes. <laughs> yes and we want you to ask we, we it just it's just I don't think there's been an open dialogue that I've heard about people. Not of, at all. That that dialogue that happened. So we Just, want folks to send us your questions. It is up on Facebook. It yes. is up on social media. We are cue the mic. Yes. Let us know your questions and we're going to answer them. And like our page too. Yeah. Go to Facebook and like cue, cue the, the mic. mic. Cue yes. the mic. Cue the mic. So tonight, what are we doing tonight, Damon? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I came in here. I don't know. No, really, seriously. From work, and she gives me a page, and I'm still like, (laughs) (laughs) but it's okay. No, really, and seriously, it's obviously why the pronouns matter. 
Um, gay answers to straight questions. We're also going to talk a little bit about the Jesse Smollett saga. Yes. Because that's like saga. an oh ongoing God. saga. Like, ugh, we I, won't even go I, there. I, I turned on my news this morning. Turned on the news. Just I just needed weather and traffic. That's all I needed. You and got 30 seconds of pure T hell, didn't you? I did. I'm yeah. going, what? And then his sister <laughs> knows somebody and it showed them in a clip and I'm going... This is just yeah, too much just, first thing in the morning. I'm just going to go back to KYW. <sighs> no, sweetie. I just, you know what? As a as a Protestant minister, I have never been able to get out of my bed long. And, you know, usually in the morning, I'm like trying to get up, get dressed, right, right, right. you know, get out to work, do what I got to do. Right. Yeah. Every morning now I get out of bed. And I just get on my hands and knees and just pray <laughs> like, sweet uh, Lord, please make it better. <laughs> I can't yeah, 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 yeah. It is too, too much. Right. It is too much. Right, it is. And this morning with the whole Jesse thing, that was too much. So we're going to talk about that. And we have attorney Shana Jones, who's going to join us later. Um, I did get a call from her. I want to say about 35 minutes ago, she was at, she's, criminal and criminal attorney and intellectual and a couple other different fields but as a criminal attorney you visit your clients in jail and I'm not sure how many people know this when you go in there your cell phone stays in the car and if there's any kind of lockdown or anything like that you get stuck in the prison so we were going to have her on now, at 7.30 but it might be 7 for me as a gay man <laughs> That might actually be a good thing. I'm fine. <laughs> locked in a, is it a men's prison? <laughs> Come on. I, I, can't, I can't even with you. I can't even it is, with it you. It is a men's prison, isn't it? You know what? I'm not even sure because it's just the turn and she goes to both. So... Can we find out from her? Yes, but when we get attorney Shana Jones Maybe on the she line. can take me with her. I'm only joking because, like, in all seriousness, my, I know my husband is listening. I'm like, no, baby, I love you. He, he does. He does. He's blowing kisses through the microphone. I really am. I really am. But, oh, my goodness. And then we, we also have... A, a a new person that's here yes. too. Yes, and I'm just going to ask her to pull right up on that nonprofit mic because it is nonprofit. You got to be right up on it, like it's your lover almost. From here. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Say it good again. evening. Oh, who are you? What's your name? And how you doing, <laughs> Zaddy? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Girl, I've been called Daddy in a long time. <laughs> I didn't call you Daddy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay, we'll go like Facebook Live next week and do this again for our audience. We're going to have a good time. But what's your name? Why you got to get him all worked up? All worked up. I just got him all calmed down. But there's a cologne up in here and I'm like, yes. What is that? What is your name? Sappho Fulton. How are you? Hello, Sappho. How you doing? Now, bump all that. What are you wearing? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Cologne? I just grabbed something off the off the dresser. I we need to talk after the show, please, because I need that in my life. You kind of want the screenshot of the dresser and, and kind of which one did she pick? Up? I just want to know what it is, so either I can get one or get some, or she's coming home with me. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. Mm. Okay. Amen. 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 <laughs> so you are just in time. We've been just doing kind of a round robin of introductions. And so we start talking about pronouns a little bit. Oh, yes, and at indeed. the end, we're going to be doing newsworthy news or not so much kind of our take on whether it's either liked it or liked hated it. it, rolled her eyes up on her head, you know, 
<laughs> banged my head against the desk, whatever it is. But you know, so we're going to be hitting that. But so mm. as uh, as we start before we start talking about pronouns, so yes. a lot of us, a lot of people, I'm thinking I've I've seen it, a lot of organizations kind of do after their signature, they do he, him, his, or in my case, it would be she, her, me, hers, hers. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So I just can't say me. Yeah, you can say me. So is there a, I know there's a, um, so, okay. There's like a, a also a, a, a they, them. Yes, theirs, I know the they, them, right. Um, which I believe is non-binary. I'm not quite sure. Sappho's going to help us out with this. You daggone right you are. <laughs> but so, so my question is, so my question is, can I just be a me? Of course you can. But, but does that fall under the LMJK? LGBTQ RSTUVWX Alphabet Soup, yes. Why wouldn't it? Based on the LGBTQIA non based on the LGBTQIA non binary POC. See, I know we had the right one. You hear that? I'm sorry. Can you say that again? The LG LGBTQIA non binary and POC. So, with that being said, if I left out anything, it wasn't intentional. It was something that just was birth. So now you just asked the question, can I use the me? Is um, there a me? I was just joking. Is there a me? No, there's no. it's, it's all seriousness because the non-binary would be me. Mm-hmm. I just do me. Mm-hmm. I'm non-binary. So in, in a roundabout sense, of course. Okay. You know, and I was just I was just having some fun. So let's start with that. What is the non-binary? And then I hear the cisgender. I'm, I'm not a... Um, I'm not an expert on that culture. In fact, that is the intersectionality that we're now having lots of conversation around okay. what that space looks like. Um, Cause it's not queer. It's non-binary. So, or either it is queer and then it's non-binary. So I'm not clear. So I do not want to. Okay. That. Okay. And I respect that. So mm-hmm. does queer cover the whole rainbow? The LBGTQ. In all due respect, it very much could. Right. It very much could. It very much could. It you know, it's no longer queer and questioning. That's what a heterosexual person must have been very angry with us and figured that that was a good idea to say queer and questioning. You're not sure. If that's oh, what you that came do. from outside. I, I feel like it did because when you think about queer spaces and you think about the androgyny of the queer space and then uh, the resistance to systemic, um, the construct of the gender script, right. Mm-hmm. You think of the queer individual, okay. the identified queer individual. You think, you know, you you feel like, you know, hey, um, you have moved away from the box, mm-hmm. from right. the labels. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, my brain is... So, c- can you break that down? Let's say that one of our listeners, or lots of our listeners, <clears throat> come from the straight world, and this is the first time they've heard, like, I thought it was just gay. I thought folks were just gay. I saw the LBGTQ... What does that mean just in plain talk to me like I'm a one-year-old, a two-year-old, maybe a three-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> she, she's looking at me like, what the heck? I just, oh. I just, I just, can, can, can you help me, Damon? I, I, okay. So you want me to define LGBT, okay. No, no, no. The, I, I think the greater world has that. But okay. how does the queer, if you had to take that queer definition and Talk to uh, you're explaining it to my three year old grandson, maybe my five year old grandson. 
That's an inch. That would be an interesting conversation with your three-year-old grandson. I couldn't even imagine where that would begin. I would be nervous <laughs> because I would be like, "You're you're Dr. Jones's grandson. Uh-huh. You tell me where the conversation." Is going. <laughs> well, you know what? I've always believed in talking straight to children. You know what I'm saying? So when my daughter was growing up, at two or probably at one, she knew that she had a vagina. And that boys had a penis. It was none mm-hmm. of that coo-hoo, woo-hoo, all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? That PPE. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I love the I love the uh, the <coughs> the more millennial description of the unicorn. And that must is... we discuss millennials? Really, we're going to go with the millennials on the first night. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. There's a whole other culture that is that exists that um from yeah, the millennials. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's birthed out of that. It's birthed out of that. And right. so. There's no getting around it. There's just a learn. There's there's an understanding or an increased awareness of another level of respect for a place that or a conversation where we didn't have that mutual respect for one another. It was mm-hmm. I'm older, you respect me because I know more. Now it is I respect you because you're human. Whether you're a three year old grandchild, mm, okay, a twenty one year old, mm-hmm. a twenty five year old, I'm not telling you that I have more experience than you. What I'm asking you is that how can we co collaborate or coexist right. in this conversation with a mutual respect. Wow. And I'm not talking at you. Right. So I don't know how to explain it any different. I would do just what you said and be sincere about that. Like I wouldn't try to explain it to a three year old. Right. You know I what? I would just talk straight. Right. I would just talk straight and I think in that case you really need to know who the parents are and kind of where they are. But I was and I'm a baby boomer. But I totally wanted my daughter to have um I mean I don't she probably was by <coughs> seven or reading our bodies herself, but I wanted her to be aware of, of herself as a female. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. as a person, as a person first. And if you, and she's 32 now, but if you asked her, what did my mom wanted me to be? And she would tell you, when I was little, she wanted me to be a nice person. Mm. You and know? I think that Through means today, everything. I, I think that means so, everything. And she's a nicer person than I am. You know, when she recently said that to me, she was like, so, you know, somehow um, I, I applaud you, mom, but, you know, based on who you are, you know, in therapy, um, <laughs> and... <laughs> And who well, who I isn't, am. honey? Yeah, she was like, you did a really good job because I really came in as a really nice person. And I'm going, hey, I worked hard and I paid a lot of money for that education. There you to, go. To, to get you there. Yeah. But it was yeah. on purpose. It was on purpose. Right. And she will tell you that she's not a millennial. She's like at that right, depending on what sites you Google, she is or she isn't. So she's like right before him or something. So when I say millennials, I mean that from a place of needing to understand the spectrum and the, spe- and the and the extension of the LGBTQIA non-binary P and POC. When I say that, I, I mean that out of respect for that culture, yes. that spectrum of the culture. Because if you come from a spectrum of myself, which I am 55 in July right. of this year, you know, I am too coming from a place where that I had to learn. Make you a baby boomer or right past baby boomers? That's 65. I'm a, I'm a 60s baby. Oh, so you ain't a baby boomer. I'm a Gen X, y'all. What I know that? I'm Gen X. I was born in 75. Mm. What, 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 what? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a bicentennial. You're not a millennial. You're a bicentennial. <laughs> I enjoyed it, though. I, look, I'm here. I'm a 70s here. 70s child. But listen, so, but for more than anything, I think that, um, you know, because I came from a, a spectrum where we had to learn how to even be open. Because I came from a culture that was coming from the lesbian separatism culture. 
Mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So no, like, no, 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 no. T- tell me that. The Kambahi River community. Like the, you're talking about the folks that were coming from the the black feminist perspective to the red feminist perspective and understanding black spaces and black voices. And then you're talking about the lesbian separatism where Audre Lorde talks about like, I can't be a lesbian separatist in one of her writings based on, and I'm not quoting this verbatim, but this was a conversation. She said, I have a son. How can I hate men? And they had that conversation with Adrian Rich. They were having, um, so women started to say that we can't be in a space where Michigan women's festival, we can't be in a space where men don't exist. Mm Mm-hmm. So I come from that culture. So right. when I would, you know, when I was introduced later on, maybe 15 years ago to the trans community, because I come up on the transvestites. Right. You know, when I was introduced to the trans community, I was like, you know, I'm still dealing with male trauma. It was like, that's not my issue of trauma. Right. That's your issue of trauma. And that doesn't mean that we can't coexist. Right. But that was a thing for older lesbians. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. How do I come in that space and right. be one Wow. comfortable so like you know so you have to speak to the times and speak to the generation so no we don't we none of us are all knowing you see i think it's more of rather than trying to explain is that time yeah the, yeah, yeah it, it's coming okay. up but no but you you're bringing up some interesting points and Very. i i just want our listeners to know is that we're going to continue this conversation every week kind of pretty much at the top of the show um so that those of us who are in the community mm-hmm. like myself and not that well versed in it to know, and I joke and say alphabet soup, and hopefully that doesn't offend anyone because I just can't. God, keep I up hope with that doesn't offend this. anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Everything offends yeah. everyone. Yeah. You have to be um, careful, right? So I apologize, <laughs> but but to educate and to not just folks like myself, but to our allies, and just mm-hmm. the the information needs to happen. Like I saw something on a gay website or gay show, and they said what's P or risque or something. Um, but it's ever changing, so we need to make sure that we're ever always evolving. educating. It's ever right, it's ever evolving. So, can you just tell us before we go into a musical break, what does the LGBTQIAP intersectionality, allies, asexuality, P pansexuality, polyamorism, uh, non-binary, gender non-binary, uh-huh. mm-hmm. not gender not yeah, well non-binary, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and POC people of color. Ah, mm-hmm. so I didn't realize the POC because I heard all the rest of them. But yes, thank you for that. I like that. So the POC is people of color that mm-hmm. are under a queer umbrella. They are okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. hence our wonderful flag here in the city of Philadelphia. Has... I think that the POC, and yeah, hence our wonderful flag. However, um. The flag is black and brown existence inside of a spectrum that was marginalizing those black and brown folks Indeed. in that community. Indeed. Because everywhere you would look and see in the LGBTQ community or space or the faces on our community, they were white cisgender males or they were mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. they were just that. They were predominantly um even yeah. So, so we were not recognized. Wow. Not recognized. Okay. So when you say white cisgender males, what does that mean? Gay white men. Okay. They owned spaces, spectrums, they owned voices, they exactly. owned platforms. Exactly. They had power, they had privilege, and it was like our voice and our existence was non we were non existent. Okay. So okay. it was very intentional to put that black and brown stripe there. And Amber Heights can probably feed, you know, give more inform- detailed information and understanding in depth understanding. Her. We should have her on the show. Absolutely. I think her. so. Yeah. I think so. I think that would be an awesome I think that would be an awesome invite. Yeah. I'm sure she Amber, would be if you're listening, we want you on the show. There you go. But that being said, 
after the break and when we return we're going to talk about gay answers to straight questions right after this musical break musical break
we are back. Lord have mercy. And that was Dinah Ross. When we came in, I'm like, Damon, I'm horrible with music. Please suggest some music. <laughs> and he was like, Dinah Ross. And I'm going, what did you tell me about this song or the other song? This was I'm Coming Out. Yes. This was about coming out. Yes. And then... Another song that we're going to play later by Dana Ross is Upside Down. And you yes. said that had to do with? That had to do with the, at, at the time, the drag queens who used to impersonate her all the time. This song was a dedication. Th- did anybody else know that? Y'all didn't know that? No. Didn't y'all better that. read your history. I know. I, I was just you. like, what? He just gave me a history. <laughs> it was dedicated to them. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. See, they I'm kept getting turning educated. her. Upside down and inside out. Okay. It was all about that. I mean, wow. I remember when I first came out, I would just hear that song and I'm like, this is perfect for me. That was me 100%. But <laughs> we have to admit, we have another person in the room, we y'all. We have another person I'm telling person you, space is getting, getting tight up in here. It's getting tight it's up getting in tight. here. Getting tight. So please introduce yourself. Oh, my. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to the radio. Talk about being put on the spot. Renee said all I had to do was just come and be me. I walk in and there's a mic in my face. Well, that's okay. Never had a mic in my face. <laughs> First time for everything. Yes, there you go. Uh, so I'm Danny. Uh-huh. Um, I am a she. I go by she. Okay. okay. I'm a lesbian. I'm gay and I'm happy. And I, yeah. Girl, join happy. the club. We all I'm, gay. I'm enjoying the club. <laughs> join the club. In fact, I have the card. You have what card to you? My, my gay card. Oh, you, you <laughs> I'm a gay citizen. You, um, where'd you get your card? I, I just need you on the mic. Non-profit ready. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Now what? You can I get them on one. sale at Walmart too. I want one. <laughs> Girl, let's go after the show, honey. I'll take you right on over there. The queer so, section. If, if you're just joining us, you just missed our very enlightening conversation about why pronouns matter. And Sappho was talking about just the pronouns and kind of what they mean and what some of them are. And we're going to be doing that every week because it's a lot and they're ever it's evolving. It's a whole lot. It's yeah. like, ooh, this is deep. So, Danny, what's the most interesting thing you've heard about some of the new pronouns or have you listened to some of the new pronouns? So, all right, hold on. So, there's LBGTQ. IAP. Uh huh. Non binary. Okay. Uh huh. And POC, correct? Have not heard the. What, what was the other one? The POC. That's the one. People of color. Yeah. POC, yeah. Gotcha. Huh. The other ones you heard of? Yeah, the other ones I have heard of. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You're the only one in the dark. Girl. I know. <laughs> so it's for me and it's for our straight allies, but I heard allies in there. Yes. Allies. Yeah. So they're part of the rainbow? Yes. Absolutely. Why wouldn't they be? I don't know. I, I, I just, but that's what I want the show to be about. I envisioned the show being, you know, kind of things that bind us, not bind us, things that join us, things that we have in common. But I did not know, not know that allies were was in there. Yeah. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I have so, I have so many straight allies. In fact, I think we're gonna have one on the show sometime. I don't know. Well, yet. you know that's you know. and I, I'm I'm learning so much. Okay. So we're back, and that was Dana uh, Ross, and that doing? was. Wait a minute, hold on. How you doing? You all right? I am groovy. I'm you with the dentist right? today. I finally just took the pills like right before we went on the air. Yes, I've been now, trying to you... take them since noon. <laughs> 
You feeling a little bit better? I'm baby? feeling better, yes. Do I have to lay hands and pray over you right no, now? Hallelujah. I'm, I'm groovy. Hallelujah. I'm groovy. Glory to God. Shabbat. See, look at how God. <laughs> so let's talk about, ooh, yeah. Let's talk about these gay answers to straight questions. Well, you know we've all had them, right? <sighs> Much too often. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, I get questions, me personally. Mm-hmm. People ask me questions that are so inappropriate <laughs> for where we are sure. at the moment. It's like, yeah, we're at a wedding and whatnot, and I'm with my husband and, you know, somebody who just really is asking asking a genuine question. They they were like, in public, be like, well, who's the girl? Like, in a group of people. Well, <laughs> you all are together. and Well, well who's the girl? And I'm like, really? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> so I have had to. I didn't even learn. Know. I didn't even know people still ask those dumbass questions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, they sure do. Yes. 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 Oh yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. My favorite one is uh, who wears the pants. Yes. In the relationship. With the yes. I'm like, yeah. I, what? I, yeah. What, what does it matter? The, the, I, no. Why are you in my bedroom? <laughs> right. Well, you know, and that's always been my Why? thing. Like, can I walk up to your wife or your husband and go, so do you guys do 69? Like, what's this? What's that? You know, how do you like? It's like, hello. Right. What is your problem? Right. And for me, it's more so. I think it's so rude so... and intrusive. I think that's so rude. Mm-hmm. It's very and, intrusive and I think for that, sure. Yeah. Trying to yeah. understand pronouns is one attribute, was one aspect of it. But then going to trying to explain my role in my relationship and what what that looks like, what that normal mm-hmm. looks like for mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. is none of mm-hmm. your business. Right. right. And okay. I really think that it's offensive to even try to even make us think as an LGBTQIAP non-binary POC There you go. There you go. That we even have to explain that. Right. And I think your facial expression shed everything. I wish they could have seen that live. <laughs> I wish they could have well, seen that live. Well, 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 demonstrate. <laughs> Tell us, because I, I don't know what my face looked like. Like your face jerked around as if somebody was saying some jaw-dropping information. Like, you know, like, how dare you? Your <laughs> lips were tight. Your cheeks were sunken in. And your, you know, because they were perched. <laughs> like it, church it, perch. I, mm, like, mmm. Mm. <laughs> Standing in the pulpit. And, 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 mm. and it's how can you reduce my relationship, my relationship to sex? Or sexual act. Well, and that's to a novel what people voy- voyeurism. bring right. it down to. Right. I, <laughs> yeah, there was a period of time in my life where it was all about sex and stuff like that. But I, as a gay man, sex is not the first thing right. on my mind. Right. The first thing that's on my mind is to get my black behind up in the morning, <laughs> get in the shower, get dressed, and go to work. Right. That is the first thing that is on my mind daily. Right. Sex is maybe I might think about it on a Friday night or a Saturday night when I'm with my husband. Right. I might. Okay. Right. Um, also, at the same time, the thing that just that, like that, any, any other couple. Yeah, and and that's <laughs> what annoys me. And then you know I've had situations and scenarios where you know people are kind of like um, maybe shielding their children. Because I'm an openly gay man, and I'm like, really? Seriously? Boo-boo, I don't want your child. I don't want your husband. I don't want your boyfriend. I've got mine. I'm good. Right. Okay? But it just annoys me that people 
just have this this sensibility about them as though I'm a danger. No, Boo, you are more of a danger to me because I don't know if you're going to come out with a hammer or right, something right, at right, me right, just right, because right, you right. happen to know that I'm gay. Right. that smile that you roll? What? That you yeah, think yeah. that I may want Yeah, you, it's you like, yo, I'm, you know, I have the same wants in life that any other couple would have in their lives. Right. Right. You know it's, what I'm it's saying? It's the same thing. Versus, like for me, for example, it's you know when people automatically think just because you're gay, you're gonna like every single person that's the same gender. And it's like right. no, well, 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 yeah. You know, I I have a type just like you have a type, yeah, right? Like I'm sorry, like does do am I any different than you? I don't think so. Indeed, you right. know. Indeed, that's... I remember I had um, a, a situation once um, where a former friend of mine. Um, who lived in North Carolina and she was a social worker and she Mm. was working with um, adolescents. And it was probably her first time dealing with um, adolescents that were LGBTQ. Some were, not all, obviously. And every time I turned around, she's calling me for advice for these adolescents that I finally said to her after like the 20th phone call (laughs) of what to do. I'm like... You're there in North Carolina. I'm here in New Jersey. What makes you think I'm the poster child for everything LGBT? How about ask somebody in your area? Right. You know, how about here? Better yet, ask your clients. Ask the person that you're serving. Have a conversation with them. Right. You know what I mean? That is also another annoyance. Why is everything like if a straight person has never dealt with with someone from the LGBT community mm-hmm. um, sees you for the first time or you're in a social setting or, or what have you, they'll turn around and just like all of a sudden you become that poster child for the LGBT community. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate it, but I'm not the foremost authority on everything that's going on. Ask the person that you actually have the question with. Right. Don't ask me as if I know because my experience is far different than other people's right. experience. Right. And it's kind of like, so you know every black person. Yes. Right? You know every Mexican person. Yes. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, I mean, I, I did have one person who said something um, and it was from a, it was from an honest place mm-hmm. and it wasn't as offensive um, at the gym. It was an older gentleman and, you know, you walk, you go to the gym whatever, at the same time, I'm only in the pool. Um, you kind of get to know people just as people from the gym. And mm-hmm. I was going through separating divorce from my ex a couple exes ago. And, you know, just all the shenanigans that kind of happened at the end. And he looked at me and said, wow, you guys, um, you guys um, have the same problems we do. Um. And I said, yeah, we do, but he, you saw the light bulb go off. And the next thing he said was is that he has an adult daughter, or I think it was 30 or 40 at the time, and he's not dealt with her. He did not go to her wedding. Um, hmm. And he has not dealt with her because she was gay. Everybody else went to the wedding, and from that he said that he was going to reach out to her because I kind of made him look at the LBGTQ... IAP, non-binary, POC. POC community, a lot different. Mm. So that was, it was it was enlightening. It was it was good to see, but he actually, he just said, you guys have the same problems we do. And I'm going, yeah, 
couples that yeah. whole dynamic. I think that's a that's that's a real thing though. You know, and you said it earlier. Data uh, was just coming into the show, but mm-hmm. you were saying how the importance of just teaching your child that you just wanted them to be kind. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, what's your intentions? What's your energy like when you're asking me these questions? Right. And, you know, and I'm open. I'm just not like, don't ask me any questions and you don't know. And I really do want to educate right, you. Right, right, right. That's not my issue. My issue is rudeness, offensiveness. Right. You right. know, judgment and, and expectations. Expectations. I have to explain myself to you. Some days I'm trying to figure it out. My dad going self. Right. In all honesty. And no, I'm not going to explain it to you. And I don't, you know what I mean? So you don't feel I think like it's necessary. I don't feel it's necessary. I don't feel it's necessary because I feel like, you know, one of the biggest things, and you know the work that I do, Renee, you know some of the work that I do. Right. And one of the intentional works that I do is education around uh, cultural consciousness. And how we need to even unlearn everything that we know that is mimicking heteronormativity. So that's some of the work that I've been doing within the LGBTQ community, especially with same gender loving women. Right, right. You know what I mean? Because I'm very intentional and very aware that a lot of times we do mimic heterosexuality. So sometimes from some heterosexual individuals, Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. do come at us with Mm -hmm. a very genuine, honest question. Like, I don't understand. Right. How do you look like us? Are you still acting like us? And then how does that work for you? Right. So I get that part right. of it. But so, it's right. It's it's the ones that are just, um, would you like someone to ask you that same question? Right. You know, about you and your partner. You know? Well, I for me, I don't have, excuse me, a problem. Um, if somebody comes at me from what appears or feels like it's coming from a genuine place, mm-hmm. I will take, no matter how, for lack of a better term, stupid, the question may come off to me. If it's coming from a genuine place, yeah, I'll take time and answer your question. You can feel the difference in the energy. Go there with it. But if I get even a hint of this is garbage and you're just kind of screwing around with me. Right. I'm for me, I'm going to walk away and act like you don't exist. You know, and a lot of, you know, and people that get it the most right now, the, the part of our culture a spectrum of our culture that gets it the most and and they have no tolerance. And I say they, and I mean that with the uttermost respect, and that's the trans community, trans and non-binary, because they don't play no games. You want to play? You want to misgender me? You want to ask me dumb questions? I'm going to check you and shut it down. Right. And there it is. Shut it down. Right. So we're going to end this because our attorney is going to call in. We have attorney Shana Jones. She's going to weigh in on on the smaller case. On did anybody did everybody wake up to that he was released and they dropped all charges and that's what I read yeah mm-hmm. so oh my god he got it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. lips all pursed open and everything mm-hmm. so we're gonna go to a break and when we come back we're gonna have Miss Shana Jones but also be aware you're listening to Germantown Community Radio ninety two point nine FM WGGTLP girl. Philadelphia and online at gtownradio.com. Hallelujah. Give to me the love. 
Welcome back to Cue the Mic. I'm here. I am Minister Day Day, and hallelujah, I'm sitting in the in in the studio with Dr. Norris Jones, Ooh. Dr. Renee Norris Jones. Oh yes. Mm. Mm. Come on, <laughs> Sappho Fulton. Oh yes, and Danny Lozano. Hallelujah. And we have Attorney Shana Jones on the call. Shana, can you hear us? I can hear you guys. You all sound fabulous. Hey, how you doing, girl? I'm wonderful. How are you? Uh, we are blessed and highly favored in the Lord. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. <laughs> so let's get into it. I, 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 right. you, 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 mm. Can, mm. can you guys hear Shana okay? Yes. She's a little far from me. Okay. Shana, you can't, this is like non-profit. You know G-Town Radio is non-profit. <laughs> I just need you to get right up on. Yeah, I just need you right up on that mic, even though you're on the phone. Need you right up on that mic. So let's go back and and let's let's. How about this? Is this better? Yes, this is wonderful. But let us take a moment and and just let let us pray over Jesse. Hallelujah, glory, shada da do shanda shaba. Ranks, shaba ranks, shaba ranks. Amen. Oh, not shaba ranks. Shaba, shaba ranks. And Patra too, okay? But in all in in all seriousness, like this whole Jesse thing, like I'm part of me is happy that he is not in jail right now. But I have to admit, part of me is pissed. Okay, now, now, now before you go, because he, he he about to go. We're going to back no, up I'm a, a second. I'm going I'm to keep it together. You're going to keep it together, Hallelujah. just for one second. Danny's going to tell us all about Miss Shana Jones, Attorney yes. Shana Jones. Shana. <laughs> oh, wow. So I actually have to read out loud. Huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, oh, I'm girl. back in school. <laughs> all right. Um, founder and principal attorney at Jones Legal, PC. Oh, yes began her legal career as a criminal defense attorney at the Defender Association of Philadelphia, where she tried over 200 misdemeanor and felony cases, ranging from simple assault to rape, representing adult and juvenile clients. She received her Juris Doctor from Temple Law and her post-doctoral law degree from Cardozo uh, Law School in New York. So... I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. No, you're fine. She currently specializes in intellectual property and business law, helping entrepreneurs, particularly in the areas of cosmetics, fashion, and media develop and grow their brands and businesses. Shana is a seasoned 12-year attorney fared in New York MPA. All right. That's my yes. girl. Wow. Shana. I wish I had wow. a hand clap uh, app. I need a hand clap app. You just, know, just, I feel just honored hand. reading yeah. about her. Yes. So, yes. 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 <laughs> Wonderful. We love you, girl. We love you. Damn. Now, somebody you. go in on Did, this button. I'm, I'm sorry, but hold on one second. Danny was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's She's the real deal, okay? I, I can see that. She is the real deal. Before I had to read her bio, I was like reading. I was like, oh, my God, this woman. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Just look, look, are we around the same age? Let's, oh, wait a minute. I got a husband. Wait a minute. Hold on. Pause. We'll table that for now. We'll talk after the show. Okay. So, Shana, yes. what is your, and we don't have a lot of time left, y'all. We got like seven minutes. Oh, oh. That clock is right. So, I'm going to let you and Damon at it because Damon's just like before, no, no, before the be... nudes even came up, he was just like, we got to talk about Jesse. 
We gotta talk I, about Jesse. Girl, look, you 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 gotta help me now, cause you know when all this first happened, and you know for for those people that might not know, um, basically he, what's being told or what is coming out is that he paid two actors, one of which was a extra on the the TV show Empire. Um, mm-hmm. They were brothers, I believe. And yes. he paid them money to pull a stunt and make it appear as though he had been beaten up and it was um, LGBT and color related, so to speak. Right. Um, well, I- I'm pissed. I'm, I'm just pissed. Here, here's what we can say really for facts. We can say that there aren't really many facts. Really, everything is up in the air about this case. And we know that everything is up in the air because honestly, if the uh the chicago um county i think it's cook county had the ability to prosecute him they would have prosecuted him they mm. wouldn't have let him go right particularly after the two months of really spectacle that was around the situation mm-hmm. has it been two months already yes. wow two yes. months this started back at the end of january, january. Oh, wow. okay mm-hmm. wow. you know mm-hmm. so all of all of this spectacle indicting him on 16 counts of felony fraud for every alleged lie that he told they wanted to take him under and so if they had the the proper evidence to move forward with the case they would have moved forward so a lot of things are up in the air there are a lot of things that can't be proven and what we can basically say is there's a lot of confusion on on each part I really don't know, um, you know, what what the what the background issue is. It's what, what we can say, however, you are right that there were two brothers. Um, one of them was an extra on the show. Um, there was a thirty five hundred dollar payment that I believe was uh, sussed out in some of his bank statements. Jesse says that that was the payment for personal training services. The other side of the story is that is the payment for the staging of the um, alleged hate crime. Um, so, so, and and we also know that the brothers were let go as well. So they're not even being brought to testify against him. Now, it may be that they're co-conspirators, and sometimes when you have more than one person that's accused of a crime, and one testifies against the other, that's not really the best evidence. You need something else besides their word to back it up. Corroborating Maybe evidence. That's an issue. But there's a, there's, there's a whole lot of stuff up in the air, and we know that the prosecutor's office didn't have enough to move forward because they would have. Okay? Mm. What they say occurred in the end, the final adjudication of this matter, is that um, it seems like there was some sort of a, a, a deferred plea, you know, um, where he it has forfeited the bond that he paid. He had a $100,000 bail he paid ten thousand dollars or ten percent in a bond he forfeited that to the state um and it seemed like it's something like like a null process like the the charges have been have been dropped we're not saying you did it we're not saying you didn't do it but we know we don't have enough in order to go forward so basically the state got the opportunity to make some money you know out of this they made ten thousand dollars the mayor claims he's up in arms the police uh superintendent is up in arms about it you know it's an unfortunate circumstance uh, all along the way i will say on the flip side you know unfortunately chicago police department doesn't have the greatest history of solving 
cases um, and, and possibly more serious cases than this. So, you know, I guess this is the opportunity to be up in arms about something at the moment. And I'm not excusing Jesse. Don't think I'm saying that. I'm just saying there's a whole lot of unsolved homicides occurring in, 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 um, in Cook County and you know, we need a lot of focus on that, too. You know what, yeah, Shannon? Yeah. You said a lot. And Mr. Damon's over here holding his mouth. He's, he's pursing his lips. I'm, he's, I, he's about to blow up. No, no, no. Please, I'm, please. I'm, let's, let's, let's blow. Let's talk. I've been... I, 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 I've, I've, prayed over it <laughs> i had to i had to just go to the altar mentally um like what sent I'll, you there what, what sent you there okay i'm just gonna say this mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna leave it alone mm-hmm. okay as a gay person of color mm-hmm. okay you like that you like that say that again <laughs> as a gay person of color I am pissed okay. because it was hell to get to where I am today. And right. don't get me wrong. I'm not a rich man or, or anything like that. But I am pissed that if this is the case, you being a gay man on a hit television show getting hundreds of thousands, not millions of dollars to be on this show and you would do such a thing to further along your career is an affront to me as a gay man who bust his butt every day to get out of bed and get up and go to work and work an honest job. I don't need to turn around and do something underhanded to get what I need. Mm -hmm. I just need to get up and go to work. Right. Okay. You have what gay men straight men whatever want in this world right. who wouldn't mm-hmm. want to be on a hit tv show and be making goo gobs of money right and, okay and, and all of this came you? out and all of this came out right before this the season um premiere right can mm. i add something to I think that they were i think they were mid-season yeah mid-season hiatus mm-hmm. and it came back and you know mm, I, mm, but i can mm. respect that i mean i can respect how you're feeling and, and why I you're yeah, can I add something to that, though? Yeah, please. I, I'm, you know, let, go ahead. Please, go I, ahead. I just wanted to add that, you know, I, I don't want to do victim bashing only because, like, we just don't know. Mm-hmm. And True. we don't have right. facts. And, and it is it is very confusing. And, and it breaks my heart that if this is staged and if you did lie, Jesse, you know, um, it's a shame. It's sad because we have all this we have all these issues surrounding hate crime and we have all these people, black and brown folks that are targeted and gay men that are targeted and abused daily and these cases are unaddressed and for you to be a public idol, mm-hmm. you know, um it would be sad that if you did lie. However, what if he's telling the truth? And true, and that's why I I was even saying I don't want to go there that's a great so point. to speak that's, a great point. that's why i was kind of keeping it down because yeah. there is that other side of the story and the reality if of it a... is true then you know okay look i was wrong right. okay but if it is uh, <laughs> the icon that i thought that you were you know and i'm not putting i'm not putting him on a pedestal but if you did do this 
I have a problem with it. We're so conditioned to media, though. We, we're so easy, easily swayed. Like, you know, True. It, it is so sad. And and again, like I said, like, you know, and if he is telling the truth, we lost all support of it because, like, you know, they made it very clear or very real, realistic that he, he definitely staged this. We don't know, you know, it's just like a, a woman getting abused. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Who's let, to know the let truth? Me just, let me just chime in on, on an issue that was um, brought up, you know, kind of briefly in the media. And this is all speculation, you know. But let me just say this. If, if it comes out at some point that he really was lying, he really staged this. You know, I'm, you know, when I was a former public defender, one of the biggest issues that we had to deal with was mental health. And in my mind, for someone to lie to this degree, to this caliber, in something that could be so easily disproven if it's not true, says to me that there is some deeper underlying mental health issue potentially going on. And for that, you know, you just want to give the person a bit of compassion. I'm not saying that you excuse them for bad behavior. I'm just saying, you know, let's try to have a little, a little, a little empathy. You know, he's caused himself a, a whole lot of problems, whether it is true or not. Um, it is not going well for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Indeed. you know, just just ch- chiming that in, maybe there is a mental health component and, you know, just having a little a little bit of, of, of empathy for that, if that's the case. So, um, Shana, tell yes. us very quickly, um, because we have very limited time. How can our listeners yes. find you? Well, yes, you can most certainly find me at my website at joneslegalpc.com, um, where all of my contact information is up there. If you need to email me, I'm at sj at joneslegalpc.com. And my uh, number, my du- direct office number is 212-548-4874. Amen. Thank you, Shana. We're going to have Shana on some future episodes. Unfortunately, we are so out of time. But Shana, So out of it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I think we all enjoyed hearing from you, and there was a whole bunch of rah-rahs. Look at that sister, ghost sister, ghost sister, ghost sister. Girl, we're going to have to have her back. That was Doctor. Yeah. Thank you. It was a pleasure. It Amen. really was a pleasure talking with you all. But I, it was our pleasure as well. Thank you so much. You Thanks are now you, part of the Q the Mike family, baby. Pray, Lord. All right. <laughs> Talk to you, Shana. Thank you. All right, you. Shana. And I guess. Amen. And I guess that is our show. You've been listening to Germantown Community Radio 92.9 FM WGGTLP Philadelphia and online at gtownradio.com. This has been Q the Mic, Minister Day Day, and... (laughs) Dr. Renee Nordstrom. I'm on the board, boy. (laughs) And Danny Lozano. And we are taking it out. Bye-bye. And we're going to go out with a little Nina Simone. Ooh, get Don't it. let me be misunderstood. Oh, give it to me, Nina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby, you understand me now. If sometimes you see that I'm mad. Don't you know no one alive can always be When everything goes wrong, you see some bad But I'm just a soul